from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today, friends. It is Wednesday, March 18th. we got a great show in store for you. Deb Powers at 715 today, Development Director of Catholic Charities. Uh, we're going to talk about how... Uh, you can help maybe uh, different people that are struggling during this time uh, and uh, to do so in a very local way here through Des Moines, uh, the Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Charities. There's different programs and um, different things that they are implementing right now in this ever-changing environment. Deb Powers is going to be on coming up at 7.15 today. Bo Bonner, 7.45, Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about the virtue of hope today uh, and why we need it now more than ever. I think you know why. Uh, but we're going to talk about this virtue of hope. We're going to get deep into this today because I really want to know what what is what is the true meaning of hope? Not just a, a good feeling or excitement, but what's the true meaning of hope and why that matters, especially right now. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Uh, we'll have your saint of the day coming up. Also, Deacon Tony, let me see if you know this. The patroness of plagues and pandemics. Do you know... What saint that is? The patroness of plagues and pandemics. Um, no, I don't, John. I'll give you a hint. The virus is named after her. Saint Corona. Saint Corona. <laughs> Corona. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Saint Corona. And you guess know, I did hear that. Did you hear that? And I guess did. where her? I, I had no. I've never heard of this saint before in my life. And guess where her remains are buried? Northern Italy. Northern Italy. Italy. Where, where, the, where this whole thing broke out. Her yeah. remains are still there right now. So the Holy Father and many others are going to St. Corona right now and asking for uh, her intercession, especially Enough. during this time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. now more than ever, St. Corona, we need you to come through. But I have uh, never heard that before. When I was doing some show prep, I, I, I saw a thing, a blog piece on that, and I said, no, that's not true. There's no way. Looked it up, and sure enough, the patroness of plagues and pandemics is St. Corona herself. Her uh, remains are there in northern Italy, but we're going to have that story for you coming up uh, here soon. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. Well, it's a good thing we don't have a St. Bud Light. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. (laughs) Well, good morning, John. (laughs) St. Bud Light. That's a good one, Deacon Tony. Way to start the day off. (laughs) We could have used that yesterday for St. Patty's Day. That's right. They were missing some of those. Yeah. That's right. Well, I tell you, scrolling through my social media feed yesterday, uh, you would never have known it was St. Patrick's Day, huh? I mean, normally everyone's out and about, uh, all the parades, and uh, it just wasn't, didn't have that same feel. 
Yep, everybody is keeping their distance and uh, doing the social distancing, and that's unfortunate uh, for one of those celebrations of St. Patrick's Day. It happened uh, then, but we must keep that up, John. There's no question about it. Uh, Every day things are closing or being reduced, and rightly so because of this uh, plague and epidemic. I did not know about the the corona background. uh, That's quite interesting. Very interesting. I I could not believe that, but it is indeed true, St. Corona. So we're uh, going to share her story a little later. Well, I know it's you know it's called COVID nineteen is what it's uh, the official name is, and, and the nineteen is because it was discovered back in twenty nineteen. Actually, started in uh, I think in, in China is what I was told, or mm-hmm. I, I I remember reading about, um, and it, it happened like last February. So mm-hmm. it's been around, and it just it's just started getting worse and worse and worse, and uh, here we are. It will age, everything. It's going to uh, continue to get worse here from what everyone's saying still. We're going to try to keep everyone updated, but they're saying, you know, now there's still two, three, four weeks maybe that this thing's, uh, hopefully we can get this thing to peak and then bring it back down. Well, there's there's, uh, benchmark dates that the uh, authorities have put out, uh, like the end of this month and then like for schools, middle of April, but uh, those are just benchmarks. Those are not going to be, they're not going to, be opening anything up they're going to assess everything then and then we may have another 30 days so that's kind of what they're doing with that john are we gonna are we gonna have our uh uh, normal routine for saint uh, or for uh fourth of july parade um, well, that that might be. Well, we'll have to see. We, you know what? Let's continue to pray for that. Yeah. Because bigger than who ever. Who knows? Who knows? And you know, one myth that was out there, and I was kind of like, wonder what if it has to do with seasons. You know, it gets really warm. It makes no difference with this. Mm. Whether it's warm, hot, cold, it makes no difference. So it's not about seasons. It's not about summer versus winter. It's uh, it's with us and here to stay. Okay. Well, we'll just continue to do our best. And uh, like you said, social distancing, do your best, friends. Uh, you know, if you can work from home, work from home right now. It's just I, I've seen some of those maps, and it really does work. I mean, if we can we get that to happen. I, now, is New York officially shut down yet? For the most part, yes, okay. and probably rightly so. Yeah. I mean, has the, I, I heard the mayor, uh, de Blasio, was going to – uh, making, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say law, but you have to stay inside. So I, I don't know if that's official yet or not, but I, I saw the streets, and they are empty. Well, if you, if you look over in countries like Spain and Italy, John, folks are, you know, singing to each other from their balconies yeah. in these uh, buildings that they live in, the apartments, if you will, out in their balconies are singing. There's some pretty good stuff on uh, on YouTube and uh, uh, Twitter that have, uh, you know, these, these are composers. These are singers, opera mm-hmm. singers. They're just conducting uh, sing-alongs in their communities every day. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. FaceTime and Skype, folks, not interactions with one another. Yeah. FaceTime and Skype, I can't emphasize that enough, or just a regular phone call. I read a Twitter uh, uh, piece that said, uh, we get it, Europe. You all have balconies. <laughs> <laughs> i like that uh, and i like do. that i got one i got a good one today a buddy of mine who officiates with me and, and he sent one out and i never thought of it this way you know but uh he said hey i i forgot to forward this message that he received to 10 different people and i forgot to do it a couple times and look what happened yeah there you uh, go the, you know Sometimes I wonder if all this is happening because I didn't forward that message to 10 other people. Uh There you go. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We've got a wet day here in central Iowa on this uh, day after uh, uh, St. Patty's Day. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, rain in 42 degrees and east-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. And the weather's going to be changing here today. We're going to see rain. 
tapering off to cloudy skies later today, a high of 53 degrees. We'll have east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour tonight. Overnight low of 49 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. We could see an isolated thunderstorm overnight. And then tomorrow, the first day of spring, and oh boy, what a day we're going to see. It'll start out with rain, high of 66 degrees. And in the afternoon, we have a chance of hail, rain, strong storms, maybe even a tornado uh, by mid-afternoon tomorrow into the evening as the lows will dip down into the 30s. And on Friday, snow early and windy, a high of 35 degrees. It feels like temperatures will be down to zero by Friday. The weekend not looking too bad, partly cloudy, dry highs in the lower to mid-40s, both Saturday and Sunday. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds ordered the closures of many businesses and recreational facilities uh, yesterday due to an emergency proclamation that she made for at least two weeks to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. That means no gatherings of people of 10 or more people, uh, closures of uh, theaters, casinos, bars, and dine-in restaurants. They're all to remain closed. Restaurants offering drive-through and takeout can remain open. Now, a message uh, from the uh, Diocese of Des Moines from Bishop Johnson, his pastoral message yesterday, uh, reminder, daily, weekend, including Sunday Masses, are not to be celebrated in parish churches until further notice. An exception may be made if the parish has the capacity to broadcast the Mass to an electronic audience and that only the priest and the assisting minister may be present. All parish events are canceled. That includes First Communions, Confirmations during Easter, and uh, Friday night fish fry dinners. There will be more guidelines pertaining to Holy Week liturgies, according to Bishop Johnson, announced later, and we will keep you updated right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, in today's sports report, brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and yesterday NFL had their free agency, and a big one out there was New England quarterback Tom Brady, a six-time Super Bowl quarterback. He's expected to sign a free agent contract today with either the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the L.A. Chargers, and right now it looks like it'll be Tampa Bay. Brady played for the Patriots for 20 years, leading New England to 41 playoff wins and six Super Bowl titles. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have rain and 42 degrees, and today we'll see rain turning over to cloudy skies later today, a high of 53 degrees with east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, he has your morning track report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. There is an accident, I-8035 westbound at Highway 141. It has the left and center lanes blocked, so you're going to have a little bit of a time trying to get through that area, so if all possible, uh, stay away from there. Also, we've got a stalled semi, uh, I-235 eastbound at Keogh. That's also uh, creating a little bit of a slowdown in that area as well. As you're uh, making that drive in from the West Mixer to downtown, though, still running seven minutes on 235, seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, as we said at the beginning of the show, if you're just tuning in now, uh, I, I read this the other day and I 
I could not believe it, but there is a patroness of plagues and pandemics, and her name just happens to be St. Corona. Uh, she is a second century martyr. Um, she Her remains are in northern Italy, and many Italians right now are actually going to her and asking for her intercession. Um, the way she died was not pretty, um, nor most of the martyrs. Um, she's oftentimes, her and St. Victor really go hand in hand. That was her brother-in-law. Uh, she was married, um, had really just a, a fine relationship. Um, but as Roman soldiers, they, uh, you know, found them and they, they decided they weren't living up to, uh, the standards of the government. It was under the reign of Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Um, Victor and Corona were then taken hostage, uh, and eventually they were put to death. Um, the way they were put to death was really uh, disgusting, but it's important for us to, to know this because this is how they kept the faith and what many people attribute so many miracles to. Victor's eyes were being gouged out, and as he was doing that, he was proclaiming the faith. Uh, and as he was also doing that, um, it was St. Corona that was yelling and screaming at that time for him to keep the faith in order for him to continue to proclaim the faith to those that were killing him. And I say that's important because right there, that just shows the the heroic nature of both Corona and Victor. Still, not just keeping the faith, but proclaiming it, evangelizing to their captors, to the people that were putting them to death. I mean, imagine that. Not, Not concerned with their own death, but rather concerned with the eternal life of those of their enemies. You know, truly, when you talk about this love of Christ Jesus... Uh, and the love that we read in the Gospels, love one another as I have loved you, okay, I can get on board with that. Love your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. I mean, can you imagine someone trying to kill you, and you're not so much worried with that, rather you're worried with their salvation. You know, this is another whole level of of holiness here. Um. St. Corona was then tied to two palm trees, trees and her body was ripped apart, limb to limb. And as this time was happening, she was proclaiming the good news. It was her turn to evangelize. Uh, from that period on, and we don't know the exact date, we know it was the second century, but from that period on, their stories um, traveled quickly throughout many of the different Christian communities. And miracles were happening left and right. Uh, And that is really why she is still known today uh, and why many still go to her, especially in Italy. Now, I had not heard of her, um, but many Italians, especially northern Italians there, uh, are still asking for her intercession today. And in this, of course, time of of epidemics and pandemics and all of it, uh, they are especially going to her right now. So let's say a quick prayer as we go into the break and ask... St. Corona, to pray for us and all those suffering. And we ask St. Corona that you, uh, through your intercession, may bring down upon this world healing, especially through these difficult times, to aid those who are suffering by your prayer, St. Corona, by their bedsides, to aid those who are fearful, St. Corona, as you were not fearful, and allow us, through your intercession, through your prayers, Almighty God, hear her prayers that we can keep our eyes fixated always on you. St. Corona, pray for us. Amen. What a powerful witness she is for us. 
All right, when we come back, Deb Powers is going to be on, Development Director of Catholic Charities. We'll have some of your questions answered, uh, and especially in kind of a more local way of what Catholic Charities is doing right now. And if you need help, uh, how you can get it. Deb Powers right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on this Wednesday. And a big thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, well, that always comes first, whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for 20 years. Golden Rule. One thing I did not know about them that I think is cool that I do know now is their technicians are trained in their training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Wednesday. Hey, make sure to get the Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio app in your app store. If you're maybe staying home or working from home right now, uh, if you are obviously not taking the kids to school, so maybe that's when you would normally listen, uh, get that app, download it, and uh, keep it on your phone. Two, two taps. You can listen to it while you're brushing your teeth in the morning. You can have Catholic Radio with you at all times. Bite us into your home. We'll gladly park there for a while and do our best to evangelize the best way that we can. 
iowacatholicradio.com if you need more direction on that. Let's go to the Development Director of Catholic Charities here in Des Moines. Deb Powers joins me. Hi, Deb. Good morning, John. Uh, Now, are you working from home? Uh, starting today. Yeah, starting today. I, uh, I'll tell you, Catholic Charities, you guys are always, always working, always moving, and I would assume during these difficult times you're not shutting down. No, we are not shutting down. Programs will run. They are running a little bit differently. Um, kind of drive-through at the food pantry. Um, it's a day-by-day, hour-by-hour when it comes to the emergency family shelters. Um, just because we don't know. Uh, we're taking every possible precaution, um, but it is not life as usual. What are some of the bigger changes that you've seen or that are taking place right now with Catholic Charities because of this pandemic? Uh, biggest changes, it, it's not work as usual, and it hasn't been. Um, as you know, the refugee program, there's you know cancellation of flights, all kinds of things happening. So every day, it's a lot of meetings, a lot of correspondence. Communication is key, John. We've just got to keep communicating with each other. Um, primary and always is safety, making sure people are safe and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you said, uh, drive through at the uh, family shelter, or excuse me, the uh, uh, what was the it? Pantry. Pantries, yes. So mm-hmm. people can still get their food. That's something important for us to to know. And I, I would think you still need food. Oh, we still need food, and um, the best thing people can do, because people can't get out, we aren't encouraging anyone to go out, is help us monetarily. Um, There's no question you can go on our Facebook page to find out to donate. You can go to our our, uh, website, and uh, cash donations are prime right now and very much needed. Uh, We're finding that, you know, more people need help and less people can help. Yeah. As you can imagine, volunteers are aging, so that's a problem. You know, I, uh, them. I have some nonprofits that are very important to me, and I know that oftentimes when things like this happen, uh, nonprofits are the first ones to suffer. Uh, and right. that is just because people kind of tighten the belt to the point where they stop giving altogether. Um, and I, I made it a point, I'm not doing this to, to brag or pat myself on the back. I'm doing it because I really want to encourage everyone, if you can, to try to do something. But I up my donations for a monthly that I'm giving, and it wasn't by a lot. It was just by a little bit, but it was something where I wasn't calling to pull back. I was calling to up it. And if maybe you can do that, 2 or $3 more, $5 more, $10 more, uh, maybe at the monthly level or even yearly level, whatever you're able to do for those important nonprofits for you. Go ahead, Deb. Absolutely, John, and that's one of the things. I mean, if you gave um, Catholic Charities a $10, $20, $25, $50 donation last fall, consider doing it again. We're still running our annual fund. We're at least about 25% from finish. You know, we really need to get those funds in there to make sure these programs sustain. But another way you can help us is the Amazon Smile program. Hmm. You don't know about it. Catholic Charities is a big promoter. You're going to buy things. A lot of people are going to online buying. Go to Amazon, uh, smile.amazon.com and choose Catholic Charities. And we get 1% of your purchase. So a lot of businesses out there use it for their business supplies, uh, auto mechanics use it to buy parts. If we get 1% of that a year, that adds up to a lot of money, John. Now, is that allocated to Des Moines? I, it, you can, anyone in, yeah, it's, it's allocated directly to us. You would choose 
Catholic Charities of Des Moines. Hmm. I did not know that. I knew I know I know they have that program, but I didn't know that that was so specific. That's really neat, and I I, I oh, really yeah. like hearing that because I have been uh, buying some things online, and uh, I haven't done that yet. So I'll make sure to do that. Oh, absolutely! Now. Set this up, and if you have a Prime account, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. If you go to Smile Amazon, it recognizes your Prime account when you log in. So it's no problem. You still get the benefits, and Catholic Charities get the benefits, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Does Catholic Charities have a way that if I am moved by a specific program, I can just support that program? You absolutely can. You just designate on your uh, donation. You can choose on our website which program. And it's really a great opportunity because a lot of people don't know that we have the refugee program, the counseling program, the uh, family shelter program, domestic violence. There's a lot of work being done by Catholic Charities. Yeah. And what's your uh, what's your website, Deb? www.catholiccharitiesdm.org catholiccharitiesdm.org friends is where you can go catholiccharitiesdm.org uh, I'm sure there's a donate button there and you can uh, help them with any financial uh, giving that you're able to do Deb Powers thank you Deb for coming on and reminding us of the good work you're doing Thank you, John. We'll talk soon. All right. Deb Powers, everyone. Pope Francis uh, is right now encouraging small acts of love during this coronavirus quarantine and during this time, especially for Italians, uh, Spaniards, uh, the French, and uh, Americans here. And as as we've seen, New York is almost completely shut down. Um, I was looking at pictures of this last night. I I could not. I I just could not believe my eyes uh, looking at those empty streets there. Uh, and, you know, they were showing video of Times Square, maybe three, four, five people in the distance. It really is something like uh, we've, we've never seen before. But the Pope says that while many are stuck at home during this coronavirus pandemic, he says that there are many small acts of love and kindness that one can do for others without even leaving the house. He says, quote, we must rediscover the concreteness of little things, small gestures of attention. We can offer those close to us, our family, our friends. We must understand that in small things lies our treasure. For example, a hot meal, a caress, a hug, a phone call. They are familiar gestures of attention to the details of everyday life that make life meaningful and that create communion and communication among us. It's coming from the Holy Father. Excuse me. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Bo Bonner uh, right after this, the executive vice president of the Newman Idea, and uh, Bo Bonner is going to be talking about hope, and, and really we're going to get deep into what this virtue actually is, not just wishful thinking, uh, not just excitement for the future, but what hope is uh, as a Catholic, and why we need it now more than ever. Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour. Wednesday, March 18th, John Leonetti in the morning right here. Do not go anywhere, friends. Where are you going to go anyway? Right? Where are you going to go? Okay. Dean Bell. Thank you, Dean, for underwriting the show. Now, I'm not going to be able to see Dean for a while now. We've completely shut down basketball, which is not fun on my end. So I've got to figure out different ways to be able to work out, but it is safe. It's the needed thing to do. Dean, residential re-roofs, an incredible guy. 30 years in business for those residential re-roofs. 515-963-4494. That's 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, 
not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord The scribes and Pharisees who opposed Jesus were insistent upon following the law for the sake of complying with it. Even though he's the only person who can fulfill the law, in other words, follow it perfectly, he expects us to still follow it. As Christians were meant to strive for perfection by following the letter as well as the spirit of the law and to help others do the same. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Well, the men's conferences that I was going to be speaking at this year have postponed, uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm not still going to be speaking for a men's conference. Uh, here in the, neck, in the coming week, uh, weeks, uh, I'm going to be doing a digital men's conference uh, that is being put together right now nationwide, and I'm looking forward to it. So I'll give you more details on that for all you men out there that uh, maybe wanted to go to a men's conference this year that didn't. Uh, we had ours early enough here in the Diocese of Des Moines, so we had a packed house of uh, over 600 people, but, um, you know, there, there's still maybe some that weren't able to get it, but I'll give you the details. And, uh, I, I don't think they restrict it to just men. So if you ladies want to cheat and hop on board there, you can, and, uh, and listen to some of the, the speakers that they have going, uh, coming up, Bo Bonner, executive vice president of the Newman idea. We're going to talk about hope today, the virtue of hope and why it's now important more than ever. Deacon Tony Valdez, that's all for our day to almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. I hope that morning offering for you, friends, that we pray here at Iowa Catholic Radio every morning on this show uh, can be a source of uh, hope for you, but can also be a, a true prayer from the heart. Because I, I think there are going to be times that we're going to have to offer our sufferings uh, to our Lord over these uh, coming weeks. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Or just news. 
Yeah, just just news. Uh, well, there's a little bit of sports. You know, the Tom Brady thing, it took, uh, I guess, gave us sports enthusiasts some yep. hope uh, yesterday because the NFL conducted business, but they didn't do it in front of crowds. They just said free agency and Tom Brady's name's out there. That's going to be interesting, him playing for the Buccaneers, huh? Not, not all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about, you know, some of these goats, the greatest of all times, uh, doing this at mm-hmm. the end of their career. You know, Jordan did it. Uh, and and now you got Tom Brady doing it. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, there's a lot of them that did it. Joe, Joe Montana was one. Right? Steve Young did. I mean, that's kind of how it works. I, yeah. They still want to play. They still. This and I mean, Brady's 42. Yeah, he's going to be 43 in August. He can, uh, he can, yeah, by the time football season, he'll be 43. I think he wants to play till he's 45. So I think the Buccaneers are going to probably sign him to a two-year deal, and and that'll probably be it. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting to say the least. Gives a sports enthusiast something to chew on today, huh? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Now, we haven't got an update. Uh, You and uh, uh, your your, your guy, Mr. Bell, did he post you up last week before we were all shut down with uh, social distancing? How'd that work out for you? I wasn't able to make it last week just because of travel, but uh, I'm sure he was was down there and uh, doing what he does. But everyone, Uh I don't know, our shots aren't going to look good when we do eventually come back someday. So uh, we'll have to figure something out. I had the I went to the fish fry the the final fish fry for at least for a while at um, St John Basilica and in the room they have the fish fry in uh, basically now it's a, a dining hall if you will uh, that's where they used to practice basketball and, and the guy said yeah we used to practice down here and our shots were line dry because they only had like a maybe a thirteen foot <laughs> ceiling or twelve foot ceiling there you go I said I can imagine that you yep. get line drive shots so that's the way it works something to think about back in the day John interesting interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it is. So you're doing your uh, your due diligence with uh, social distancing. I mean, I'm around eight people all day, and we are far apart, so I don't have nothing to worry about yeah, at the office. But what I, about you? I, that That's it. I'm around four other people, and that's my family. So I've got to stop and get gas today. And yeah. um, uh, I have an office where I'm completely isolated, and, and that's a good thing. I'll get some work done there and continue just writing, writing the book, trying to pump out content during this okay. time. I was going to say, they shut down your Starbucks and some of those other uh, uh, cafes that you used to like to hang out all day. And, of course, uh, that's why you're hanging out at home now. Yeah. Well, there's still drive through through those places, so I, I haven't, uh, you know, I still get to get my tricks. But, uh, okay. yes, besides that, you cannot go inside. But you cannot sit. Well, you cannot sit. You know, no sit-down dining or eating or any of that. Uh, FaceTime, Skype, phone calls. That's all you can do with your relatives. Uh, limit yourself, folks. They mean... Social distancing and uh, self-quarantine, that's what you do. FaceTime and Skype and phone calls. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I did I did talk to that uh, pastor up there at uh, Lady's Immaculate Heart, uh, my brother, uh, Father Mike. John, yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's self-quarantined all right. Yeah, yep. all he's, of our priests are. And don't forget go. about your priest, by the way. Yeah. You know, a simple text message no. or phone call can go a long way for your pastor yeah. or someone that you know. Well, he's not my pastor anymore, so Father Mark gets all those uh, all those texts and uh, well wishes. But you're correct, John. I mean, the pastors are they're in a tough spot right now. They can't be saying mass unless it's on, and I'm going to mention this in the news, uh, unless they have live streaming. And I think most parishes do. Some don't, and uh, that's where 
you know, that's where this time we got our downtime to kind of figure out, and hopefully they'll get some of that uh, up and running, maybe a live stream. But otherwise, we have uh, mass here every day on EWTM Network on here on Iowa Catholic Radio. So lots of different ways to partake. Yes, it is. And uh, streaming, as you said, is something that um, I know Bishop Barron is going to be doing now. And I saw a, uh, I saw not an interview, but uh, kind of they went Facebook Live the other day on showing his chapel and i thought that was really neat so they kind of showed all the different relics that he has as well as icons surrounding Mm -hmm. it and uh, trying to get people real familiar with it because he's going to be broadcasting his masses there over the coming weeks yeah well the world we live in now and that's uh, maybe that's not not such a bad idea to do that no bad not right now all right well let's well, let's get with it before we get to the weather. Uh, John, where's your umbrella? Did you uh, uh, leave it at home, or was it in the back of your car? Because you're going to need it today. I don't have it. I don't know where it is, but, yeah, I'm, I'm running <laughs> out without the umbrella. <laughs> yeah, folks might want to check that. It would be nice to say, hey, where's your sunglasses? But that's not going to be today or tomorrow, it sounds like. Okay, yeah. just wanted to check. I and, appreciate uh, we'll it. We'll get right to it. Always uh, looking from, out for me. Yeah, from, Absolutely. Uh, from the uh, WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have rain, 42 degrees here in central Iowa, east winds at 8 miles per hour. At the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we're going to see rain throughout the day. Cloudy skies later in the afternoon, a high of 53 degrees with east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, overnight low of 49 degrees. We'll have mostly cloudy skies and we'll see some isolated thunderstorms possible by daybreak. And then tomorrow, believe it or not, Thursday is the first day of spring tomorrow. Uh, rain, a high of 66 degrees, and everything's starting to go south in the afternoons. We have a chance of hail, rain, strong storms, and maybe even a possible tornado as late afternoon and evening. It's gonna, the temperature's just gonna fall all the way down to the upper 20s, they're saying now. And on Friday, we'll see snow early, windy conditions, a high of 35 degrees. It feels like temperature will be down to zero as uh, the winds will be uh, gusting throughout the day. And on Saturday and Sunday, partly cloudy, dry, highs in the lower to mid 40s. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds issued an emergency proclamation yesterday ordering the closure of many businesses here in the state of Iowa and recreational facilities for two weeks to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Now, no gatherings of 10 or more people, uh, closures of uh, theaters, casinos, bars, and uh, dining restaurants, they're all to remain closed, restaurants over offering a drive through and takeout can remain open. Now, in another message, uh, Bishop William Johnson uh, had a, a pastoral message yesterday, and some of the uh, mentions on that include daily, weekend, including Sunday masses, are not to be celebrated in parish churches until further notice. Now, an exception may be if the parish has the cap- capability to broadcast the mass to an electronic audience, and that only the priest and an assisting minister may be present. All parish events, including First Communions, Confirmations, uh, during, East, during the Easter season are canceled, and that includes the Friday night fish fry dinners. There will be more guidelines pertaining to Holy Week uh, announced later by Bishop Johnson, and we will keep you posted right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, NFL free agency began, and New England quarterback Tom Brady, a six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, is expected to sign a free agent contract today with either the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Los Angeles Chargers. Brady played 
for the New England Patriots for 20 years, leading New England to 41 playoff wins and six Super Bowl titles. Uh, the best bet right now, they are saying that Tampa Bay will sign him later on today. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have rain in 42 degrees and east-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. Today in central Iowa, we'll see rain. Moving to cloudy skies later, a high of 53 degrees. We'll have east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are running pretty slow there. Uh, I-35 westbound at uh, Highway 141. That's due to an earlier accident. It is out of the way, but the things are still running pretty stop and go through there. So expect delays about five minutes or so if you're uh, using that area. Also, a stalled semi partially blocking the right lane, I-235 eastbound at Keogh. So that's also going to be uh, creating a, a bit of a problem in that area. With all the rain, things are starting to slow down a little bit. So expect a little extra time as you're headed into work or wherever you're going this morning. Eight minutes from the West Mixer to downtown on 235, and eight minutes as well from the East Mixer to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. You know, I put out on a Wednesday newsletter today, um, you know, just something, my, my own personal one, that during these difficult times, friends, we need to give our fear over to God. Uh, we need to give our sufferings and even the small ones that we're going through right now over to God. And that right now is is probably going to be the most important prayer you and I are going to be able to pray is is those prayers and, and offerings that we can to Almighty God. Honestly, those are going to be the most important ones that we're going to pray right now. So please do remember that. It's a day. I need that reminder as often as, as possible. It's going to be a daily reminder on this show. Um, and, but there's something redemptive to it. There is. So remember to keep that hope, which is what we're going to be talking about with Bo Bonner after your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, this saint generated a lot of controversy, but he remained faithful to the truth of the Catholic faith. St. Cyril of Jerusalem today was a bishop and a controversial figure. During his time, the church was racked with the heresy of Arianism, which denied the divinity of Jesus. Cyril was appointed and installed by an Arian, and for many, that was all they could see. During a dispute with the bishop of Caesarea, Cyril was accused of insubordination and then exiled. However, Cyril was not an Arian. While he personally disliked the word that was being used to fight Arianism, the word consubstantial, he accepted that word's addition to the Nicene Creed at the Council of Constantinople. However, the stain of Arianism would remain with Cyril for centuries, while the writing of his contemporaries, particularly St. Athanasius, cleared him of this charge. Even St. Jerome leveled the charge centuries later against him. The church officially settled the concern by naming St. Cyril 
of the Doctor of the Church in 1822. Today, his catechesis, a book he wrote to help new converts enter the church, is still considered one of the best writings on Catholic doctrine. We ask today, St. Cyril of Jerusalem, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. Look, I get it. It's easy to put off our wills and estate planning, maybe even especially right now. That's a mistake. 2241776. That's 515-224-1776. Coming up, Bo Bonner, executive vice president of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about hope, the virtue of hope, and why it is so important in today's world. Don't go anywhere. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. One of the things that I love about most people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And yes, their love for Iowa Catholic Radio, the Pew family, is no different. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, thank you for underwriting the show. You've been listeners now for a long time, served families all across central Iowa for a long time as well with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, March 18th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Join us in praying for those who are sick, for individual and public health care providers on the front lines of this pandemic, for the deceased and those who mourn them. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Positive, encouraging, inspiring music to get you through your day. Available on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Thanks for joining me, friends, here on this Wednesday. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Operating vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives to provide sustainable sources of food for the children that they serve in Limpopo, South Africa. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to Bo Bonner. Hello, Bo. Good morning. Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. Support it, friends, as well. I've, I've said on this show that, uh, you know, there are many different nonprofits that are important to me and they're important to many others out there. And if that's the case, then you need to support them. And I want to get into uh, our, our topic of hope, but quickly give an overview of what the Newman Idea is, Bo. Well, uh, for uh, Catholic 
students who go to non-Catholic colleges, which is something to the order of uh, 90% of all of them. Uh, the idea is how do we get Catholic classes to them and the great Catholic tradition to them. That's what the Newman Idea is doing. So newmanidea.org, if you want to check it out more. Okay. I appreciate that, newmanidea.org. Let's talk about hope, the virtue of hope. Uh, when, when we hear hope, oftentimes we think of maybe wishful thinking or maybe an excited feeling uh, for something down the line. But hope in the Catholic tradition goes a lot deeper than that. What is the virtue, the true virtue of hope? Right, I think a lot of people get optimism and hope confused. Mm. So optimism is the idea that, you know, if you just wait things out, things generally turn up good. And uh, I think there's a lot of evidence, at least for uh, some people, that it's at least 50-50, if not maybe uh, not even 50-50. Hope is the idea that the belief in the, the end being determined by God, who's made his strong promises that he will do what he said. And if we believe that, if we have that belief in how the end ends up at the end of time, this sort of starts to trickle and infiltrate backwards, as it were, so that we can trust in specific things in our life that even if they don't end up, what you would say, optimistic or thumbs up or even difficulties that laced within them is this already determined end through the victory of the cross and what God has promised to do. Hope is what allows us to look at the tomb and think and know that three days later, Christ is risen from the dead. So that if Christ is risen from the dead, if Christ has ultimately defeated death, even in all of the things we face, even our own deaths, that there is a hope, there's a greater good, that if we place our trust in that hope, we know that something better than things turning out right will happen. Things will be rectified. Things will be resurrected. It's a resurrection logic, which means that we don't look into the face of difficulty and not see it or push it aside. We realize how hard life can be and how hard times can be. We look at them and see that resurrection is deeply woven now into the fabric of the entire universe. So is it, I mean, is it kind of looking at the, the biggest picture, not just the big picture, but the big picture, the biggest picture overall, and that is our salvation? I think, um, you know, all things with Christianity, there's this sort of paradox of it's the biggest picture, but it's also the smallest one. Uh, we can start to see, even in the most particular moments, that this logic of resurrection starts to be the case. But that's exactly right, because we look at the biggest picture the way that history has turned out, and know that it's in the hands of God the Father, and what he has chose to do through the Son, and that the Holy Spirit is, you know, you remember in Genesis, right, where the Spirit uh, hovers above the face of the waters to create the earth. Well, the, the Spirit is doing that now in hope, that even in the difficult times we're facing right now, the Spirit is, so to speak, hovering over the waters of that difficulty creating resurrection even in the midst of difficulty and turmoil. Boy, that can be difficult to see, especially in all this chaos out there right now, man. I mean, how do you see it? What do you, where are you getting this uh, source of kind of hope? Uh, where are you being fed right now? Well, I mean, we, of course, have to pray to see things. Uh, you know, that starts to be where faith and hope come together. We Faith is the idea to be able to see uh, things that are not clearly seen. And if the idea with Christianity was always like, you're going to, you know, pray and worship God and things are going to turn out hunky-dory, I mean, that doesn't really match up with what Jesus Christ had to live through. It doesn't match up with what the saints had to live to, through. It doesn't match up with Christian responses throughout time to things like plagues and disorder and difficulty. 
it's easy for us in our current life to have lived relatively comfortable and at ease, even in if you you know don't have the greatest life in the United States in 2020. Uh, there really was a way in which you isolated from a lot of stuff. So if we if we ever got to Christianity and thought it was just a way to make life simpler without bumps involved, you know what does that? We we haven't taken seriously Jesus's statement to take up his cross and follow him. It seems to me there's going to be difficulties whether you believe in Christianity or not. The question is, is there a way in which all these difficulties and sorrows have a redemptive logic? Is there a way that they can become something more than just sad? And so the cross and during Lent, these are the things that make us go, hopefully, we can start to see, even if it's difficulty and cloudy, the way in which you know, the virus, our difficulties, even our death no longer have the last word. And that's my hope, right, is that this thing that all humans have to face, that we die, even it doesn't have the last word because of the victory of Jesus Christ. Redemptive suffering. And this is something that goes way back, of course, in our, in our faith, uh, in the tradition of it. What is it? Well, the idea is, again, like if suffering can either be just this bald face fact of reality that none of us can get around, or it's a way in which we say we can uh, pair our suffering, we can uh, make our suffering participate in the suffering of Christ. This is in uh, Paul, I think it's in Colossians, if I'm not mistaken, but this idea that we can offer up our sufferings to complete the sufferings of Christ, because if we're truly the body of Christ, that means that our sufferings for the sake of the kingdom have everything to do with the sufferings of Christ on the cross. And so this is one more way in which Jesus is not saying it's some sort of payment, right? It's not like you have to suffer so much past this line, and then you can get into heaven. It's to say Jesus not only wants to save us, but to make us like him. Mm. And one of the ways to be like him is to say that either suffering can be just this thing that happens that has nothing to do with it, or we offer it up and put it with Christ's suffering to make it like his, redemptive for ourselves, maybe, maybe for someone else, the world in general, but as the body of Christ, to take up that, that honor to suffer with Christ rather than just suffer for no good reason at all. Sometimes that's kind of forced upon us in ways that we, uh, we don't really like or didn't ask for, and I think those, some of those sufferings right now are, are uh, bearing fruit. And, and again, this isn't because we're masochists uh, where we just enjoy suffering or I want to you know, get as much suffering as I possibly can. Um, I think it comes to us. We understand that. What Christ says is we accept it, we enter into it, uh, which is what the cross is, to take up our cross daily and follow him. And that the, uh, at the paradox, as you were saying before, Bo, is that there we find life. There we find what it is that we were created for. And um, right now, I, you know, last night, my family, we prayed the Sorrowful Mysteries and uh, kind of entered into that, the passion of our Lord. And I think we're going to do that, keep the Sorrowful Mysteries going, at least for the time being. Uh, NewmanIdea.org? That's right. All right, man. NewmanIdea.org to see what we're up to and uh, like how we're trying to pivot and uh, do things online like the rest of the education world. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bo Bonner, everyone. God bless you. God bless, John. Uh, NewmanIdea.org. Support those nonprofits, friends. I can't say it enough. Iowa Catholic Radio is one of those nonprofits, hopefully, uh, that you are supporting right now. If you are able to throw an extra $10 or $20 uh, our way, go to iowacatholicradio.com, click on Donate, and do so there. I can't thank you enough uh, for, for any gift that you're able to give. Any gift.
that you're able to give right now. And I know for some, you might not be able to give anything because times are that difficult. But if you are able to give something, um, remember us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, if you would. Puts the show in the books. Be back on tomorrow, Thursday morning. Got to make it through Wednesday first. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon us, especially to protect us all in this time, protect our religious leaders, and uh, they're out there in the trenches. So we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep hope alive. I'm John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. With one desire Just to know you and to make you known Father's heart Into the world We're reaching out To show them who you are So living water Flowing through God we thirst For more of you Fill our hearts And flood our souls With one desire Just to in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.